Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. <laughs> What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to Quintess on a Podcast. Once again, I'm Josh Shivanoff. As always, welcome by the one and only man of the hour, too sweet to be sour, future jiu-jitsu world champion, Angel Ortega. Ladies and gentlemen, it is UFC 283 Fight Week. We made it, boys. We made it to a pay-per-view. It's been a long month. We had to sit through a Sean Strick, two Sean Strick, the main events. You know, it's been a long time coming, but we finally got one. However... We got a lot of stuff to talk about outside of that. Obviously, we do got to go over UC Vegas 6 7, Misfits Boxing 4, with KSI making his return. Let's and, go, champ! Let's go, champ! And also, though, we do got to. We're doing things a little bit uh, unorthodox today. Uh, we're actually going to be doing news first because there's been so much of it um, that we got to go over. And I think it's, you know, also the, the more pressing news uh, of the kind of the show. But look, dude, before we get into all that, as always, two fantastic sponsors of the show Rogue Energy and Elixir. RogueEnergy.com. They've been a fantastic sponsor of the show for years. I always use them when I'm trying to get pumped up to go to the gym, you know, get myself in the right mood and just fucking put, get that work in, you know? Angel, you know, you know what it's like. Use Rogue Energy. Fuck yeah, I do. Yeah, you know what it's like. But, uh, look, man, whenever, whenever you're, if you're looking for the opposite, if you're not somebody who's into the gym, maybe you're looking to chill out, you know, I, uh, you know, I use those products often. Elixir.com. Code sound off, 10% off. Get really high, you know, Delta 8, 9 and 10 products, HAC. They also introduce mushrooms as well. You can get Whoa, the get the wave. discs, do whatever you want. You, said, mush- you said mushrooms? Huh? You said mushrooms? Yes, mushrooms. They have been added to Elixir. This is a new edition? Can you... This is a new edition. Do you... Have you been educated more on this? Or I have it? not been... I have not educated myself more on this topic. Okay. But I am aware that... You know, I've been educating myself on some HHC, HHC cookies, actually. Okay, well, we'll talk about this off air. This is actually we'll talk about this off air, but if you guys want to educate yourself, go to elixir.com. Code sound off, 10% off. Fantastic sponsor, as well as Rogue Energy. But look, dude, um, I said earlier, we're going to kick it off with some news because, uh, you know, a, a year-long... Very rarely does the UFC have, like, a year-long, I guess, storyline is the way to put it. I don't know. I mean, I understand it's not scripted, but uh, Francis Ngannou, you know, we've known for a year now, over a year, that his next fight with the UFC was a very good possibility uh, of it being his last. And that last fight came against Cyril Gaon, UFC 270, in January 2022. He picked up the win despite having one leg, you know, um, wins by decision. And since then, like, it's almost like the, the MMA world forgot about Ngannou for, like, that you know, eight or nine months, because only in the last few months have we kind of heard, like, oh, yeah, he's getting back in the training room, his knee's feeling, it's not great, it's not 100, but he's getting there, you know. We're talking about him and Jones, and, well, to be fair, we've been talking about him and Jones for, like, ever, but, you know, we were getting close, man. But Angel, Francis Ngannou, the Predator, is no longer with the UFC. He has been stripped of his heavyweight gold. He is now a 100% free agent. The UFC has no interest in matching. Uh, and he offers, he's gone. But also, while, 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 while a star is leaving, a star is returning, because John Bones Jones is slated to fight Cyril Gaon. He used 285 in March for undisputed heavyweight gold. 
signed a new eight-fight deal, and he will be the second-highest-paid UFC fighter in UFC history next to Conor McGregor. Angel, it's a lot to take in. It's the big news. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody's thinking about it. What are your thoughts, man? I feel like this is kind of um, – we knew this outcome was, was possible, but even seeing it now in reality, it's just it's – just, it's crazy. It's wild, man. Um, one of my favorite phrases to use on this show. <laughs> but uh, what, what can you say? I mean, everything everything is done. Um, kind of a uh, you know, Dana. Obviously, anytime a fighter exits, you know, he uh, gives his uh, his piece. You know, <laughs> it's almost like a. It's almost like if I died at my, you know, I, you know, some like my ex went to my funeral, you know, and she talked shit, you know, it's almost <laughs> like what it is. But, uh, nevertheless, I mean, it seems like all the money that they were supposedly offering Francis and everything they promised and that they, they were going to give him and to, well, I'm assuming Francis obviously ended up rejecting, they decided to give to John. Uh, cause on top of that, John, we found out that John received a new eight fight deal, which is wild to me that John took that. Um, apparently John is now one of the highest paid fighters ever in the UFC. Uh, you know, I think only behind Conor McGregor is what they were saying, right? Yeah, correct. Which, if that's true, you know, who knows what the specifics are, what the numbers are, but... I mean, I guess, well, there's over to John, right? I mean, he's been in the UFC forever. Obviously, his, his career speaks for itself, regardless of what you think about his persona or whatever. I mean, his performances at the Octagon are, you know, are self-explanatory. You know, you just go watch it. I mean, go on ESPN Plus or UFC Fight Pass, and you can watch all fucking... 20 something of the fights and yeah. watch his career from the start to the end. I mean, he's been doing it since he was a young guy and, uh, it seems like it's paid off, right? I mean, respect for respect is due. Get, get, get your money, get your bag. Uh, but at the same time, we have to give the, we got to say the same thing to the, to the opposite end. And hopefully they do get that too. And Francis, right? Uh, I think, uh, I think all of us, uh, people who keep up with the, the sport on a pretty regular basis, especially us who watch the UFC every weekend, uh, or at least watch every pay per view. Uh, are kind of, uh, kind of heartbroken, man, to see Francis go. I mean, we were ready to see Francis versus Jones. I mean, that was the, the big matchup, you know, that was the creme of the creme of the crop, you know, this could be it, you know, rumble in the jungle, let's do it, let's get it done. It's not happening now. And I guess Francis hopefully will go a different direction, get his money, and he wants to do boxing bad, and hopefully he gets that big time boxing match, because I think that's the big thing. If he's to take this gamble on himself and believe in himself, you know, in the end, you you want to see him win, and you want to see him have the positive outcome of one him making his money and having success. And whatever, and at the end of the day, right, whatever he deems as success is completely different as what we see in the outside. Maybe Francis just wants to make a fuck ton of money, retire, and be happy. That's it. Yeah, man. There's a, there's a lot that goes into this. You know, there really is, and I think you uh, mentioned there how Dana went and did his, his little spiel that he does every single time a guy leaves UFC, um, you know, the whole, you know, he just doesn't really want to compete at this level, you know, anymore, Angel, you know, he's just, he had a rough knee injury, you know, he just doesn't, he isn't sure about it, you know, because, you know, everybody knows that Francis Ngannou, the guy that grew up in sand mines as a child, working in uh, sand mines, <laughs> Everybody knows he's fucking terrified of, of fighting, you know. Everybody knows. The hardest-hitting man to ever step, foot to ever step foot in the octagon, the UFC's heavyweight champion, 
he's just he's so scared of competition in that in that you know coming back to he just can't do it you know um, look man it, it's um, it, it's kind of weird to have this news happen because it's like you have the the really one of the goats I mean John's a top I mean you can put him in the goat you, if you do that I got no problem with it. I have them probably like top three, I'd say. Um, Fedor and DJ and John have always been my, my kind of generally been my three. Maybe throw in Silva, replace him with John, but or GSP. But um, that's kind of generally my thoughts. He, he's one of the greatest fighters of all time. He's finally returning, and he's facing Cyril And on normal circumstances, that's like fuck yeah, man! Like give me that, inject it into my veins. And I'm to be clear, <laughs> to be clear, I'm still like that. You know what I mean? I'm he's still, still pumped come, up. Come, come March, I'm gonna be booing. But for right now. I, I, mean, I mean, shit, Josh, we, we might even be there, you know? Uh, yeah, I mean, it is something we're discuss discussions about. You know, uh, Fortnite Sound Off, you know, podcast is reaching out to the bank to see if we'd, uh, <laughs> if we, if we put on the company card. You know, if we put it on the company card, uh, you know, get that little write off. I mean, it's a business trip, right? I mean, it is a business trip. Business expenses, but, uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, regardless, man, I mean, in terms, in terms of the Ghani stuff, it's just sad. I mean, you have, like, this guy who's, people say he's not a draw, and, he, and he's, He's not a huge draw, but he's still a relatively well-known name, you know? And fuck, dude. Like, people say, like, oh, you know, he's not a draw. He doesn't deserve to be paid that much. Well, like, fuck, man. Like, he's a guy who grew up in the sand mines. His life story can be made into a movie. He's the hardest-hitting puncher in the history of the company. If the guy's not a draw, maybe Dana White isn't as good at his job as you think he is. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if you can't make that guy into a draw, then what the fuck are we doing here? You know what I mean? But, um... Yeah, it's just depressing. I mean, he, he is the greatest heavyweight on the planet, and until he loses, that will be the case. And he's no longer in the UFC, which will be the best fight organization. And you had Jones and Ngannou, which is a that's lightning in a bottle. That's one that's one of the few fights the UFC can make where it's like holy shit, like casuals be like, oh shit, like we gotta watch this. You know what I mean? Um, and to be fair, John's mythos has only grown since he's been gone. Like. There are tons of fans that are fans of the sport now that were not fans last time John fought. But they've heard about John for three years. So, you know, that's another big factor in it. But uh, in terms of the news, I mean, it's 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 uh, good and bad news all at the same time, you know. Like, we're missing out on, on Nganu and Jones and seeing Nganu, the kind of his, his – uh, his, the end of his career – on on uh, on a good note, you know. And, you know, as long as he's happy, I suppose that's the important part. But this is more of a respect thing above all else. Like, they did offer him a lot of money, but he wanted respect, and he wanted the ability to be seen. Like, you know, like Conor McGregor got the ability to go fight Floyd Mayweather. They let Ben Askren go fight Jake Paul, you know what I mean? Like, they've yeah. let people do this sort of shit in the past, but when it comes to doing God, they're like, no, man. I'm like, no, you're not going to be allowed to fight Fury or go box in any capacity. So he's like, all right, well... See you later then, you know? So <laughs> Do you think there's an, uh, any possibility Josh there's ever a return? Um he... Never say it, never. I mean it, it is a hard question to answer. I don't blame you for not giving yeah. a I guess or no answer. I really don't. I mean, um yeah, it's a it's a never say never type of situation. Right. I mean anything could happen, right? I mean that's I mean maybe maybe it isn't all done. Maybe in a new not so far future, maybe he comes back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be, I mean, we'll, we'll see, man. I mean, I, I think that there's a, there's a reasonable possibility of returning one day. But at the same time, and gone as old as people think, I believe he's 36, coming off yeah. a knee injury. It's heavyweight, it's heavyweight. He doesn't, he's it is heavyweight, a, it is heavyweight. But never taken a lot of damage either in his career? Like. But Ngannou doesn't, he's never really struck me as a guy who's here for the long haul. 
I don't think he's necessarily in this for like he doesn't want to do this for until he's like you know forty. Nothing wrong with forty five. It's not for everybody. No, I get that. But I mean, I, I suppose we'll see. I mean, I, there is a reasonable possibility, especially considering like. If he does truly just want to get out and go box once and just just test his true ability. And that's the type of shit I'm down for, man. Like, just putting your all into something and seeing what happens. And I think that's what he wants to do. And if that is the case, like... That Jamal Hill shit, dude. That that little clip he had on Ariel, you know? Exactly. Like, I can't be mad about that, man. Like, go for it, man. And if he does lose or he wins and it's like, well, shit, I, I want to fight in MMA at least one more time, like... Does PFL or, B- or Bellator or Ryzen have the money? I don't necessarily know. So, I mean, it, it, there, there is a discussion to be had there. I just don't know. I mean, it's so far out. Uh, I that's, no that's the other big question, though. Where does he go? Where do you think? I mean, re- who, are the, who are the big contenders? PFL, Bellator, PFL, one championship, Ryzen, boxing. Or, that's his five. B- BKFC, if you want. Throw in a sixth one. You know what I mean? Um. God, could you imagine Francis and BKFC? And yeah, he'd murder somebody. I mean, I'd say the most realistic options, PFL and boxing. Because PFL has that super fight division where they're a lot, like, if, you, if you're, if you like, you end in the super fight division, you'll get 50%, like, get a 50% cut of the pay-per-view, I believe. Like, it'll be split between you and uh, the other main eventer, I believe. But, like, you'll you'll make, I guess, technically it'd be 25% of the pay-per-view. But you, you see my point. You know what I mean? Like, that's better than what he got under the UFC. You know what I mean? So, and then plus in boxing, I mean, I do think people are overestimating how how easy it will be for him to get a huge boxing match. Because, like, he's not going to get Fury. That's not going to happen. I mean, I mean, Josh, Butterbean, you know. The only way he's going to fight Fury is if, like, Fury vacates his belts if he beats Usyk. If he loses Usyk, he's probably just going to retire. Or rematch him, but like, what, what high-profile boxer do you think he does fight? Chisora. Oh my god! I I could see him signing a a two-fight deal with Eddie with like Eddie Hearn and Matchroom and fighting Chisora and then maybe AJ at the end of the year or something. You know, I feel for, and I mean, Josh, uh, I don't know, maybe this this could be some hard speculation here out of me. If he did, you know, decide to not take the UFC, you know, route. And they offered him supposedly this grand amount of money. And I'm assuming the contract wasn't favorable in some capacity on top of that. And he's betting on himself. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming, I don't know this for a fact, obviously, pure speculation. He has to be in talks, if not in advanced conversations with someone in some capacity. Right? Not necessarily. But I mean, there's no way. Because, that... Well, because Dana's announcement, Dana's announcement was uh, when he came out. Um, after the event, was saying that, like, the reason why he made that announcement was to aid to announce the fight between Jones and, and Gon, obviously. But the other reason is because he was saying that the UC is not going to go ahead and, um, what is it? Th- they are ending their... I, I, I talked about this whenever Nate was a free agent. The UC has 90 days after a, con- after a fighter's contract ends to exclusively negotiate. And the UC has a building to extend that to 90 days, and they decided to cut it short. Because I think Ngannou's contract technically expired in late December, and they just cut it short. And that's what that announcement was. Like, hey, he's now able to go and negotiate with other people. I'm sure he's negotiating now, but prior to Saturday, probably not. Especially considering they were trying to come down hard on him, when he might have not even been talking to people prior to the gone fight. 
I mean, who knows though? He has to have at least someone, you know, something. Possibly, yeah, yeah, for sure, it's possible. I just but, don't. Um, I I just can't believe that, you know. Yes. You know, it's it's already done like this, and he's not. I don't know. I'll put it like this: I wouldn't be surprised if tomorrow we heard an announcement or the next day, or you know, today. But you know, well, that would be you know that would be our luck. <laughs> um, but that's, uh, yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. I mean, that, that, that would be our luck, Josh. So you know, just just wait for fucking Francis to announce that he's fighting. Uh, you know, Alexander Usyk in, in May. Houston Alexander and BKFC. <laughs> Come on. No, but anyways, I mean, it's probably about time to move on. We spent like 15 minutes on the subject, but um, yeah, I mean, definitely interesting news. But speaking of uh, fight announcements, we got a lot of them for this section. Um, Jake Paul, this one just broke right now, actually. So Jake Paul, Tommy Fury, it's set February 25th in a location to be determined. I've heard rumors of Saudi Arabia, but I don't know if that's true or not. I saw that as well. Just yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Jake Paul, Tommy Fury going down third, third time's a charm. Angel, first reaction, man. I mean, I feel like we... They're finally going to do it. They're finally going to get it done. You think so? You really think it, you think, you think it actually happens? Yeah. Yeah, yo, you're 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 straight up about it. You don't even think there's a possibility that due to some fuck shit, it will not happen. Uh, how about basically not. the lame version of Habib and Tony is what I'm saying. Nah, the lame version. Come on, Josh, this is the better version. <laughs> oh, he's, he's <laughs> fucking high, but okay. Uh, well, Josh, Elixir.com puts out. <laughs> I do <laughs> have my Elixir gummies right here <laughs> uh, that I just took. The party pack, uh, you know, code sound off at checkout. Uh, Go see Avatar. Shipping not included. Um, but uh, no. <laughs> Come on, Josh. <laughs> oh, we need to bring it back. We need to bring it back. Okay, very good. But no, no. I, I think the matchup does happen. Um, I don't know why it wouldn't. And also on top of that, too, I, I really don't know who Jake fight at this point. You know what I mean? Like, this is the only one that kind of makes sense. It's a name that we're kind of aware of, and everybody kind of knows. So. What a better time to do it. He's, he's a pro boxer, you know, it's another, you know, like, come on, like, it, it, it's pretty good for Jake at this point to take this match. And he seems to be in a pretty good spot, pretty good, battle tested, has rounds under his belt. I, I want to see it. And they, there's beef there. And I think it'll sell well. And, uh, I think it'll be one of the best promoted matchups that he's had outside of all of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, dude, it, I understand why they're booking it again. And like, look, I'm not mad at it necessarily. Come on, come on, Josh, just just fucking admit it. You're DTF, dude. I am 100% DTF, but that's besides the point. No, just, no, but when it comes to this fight, dude, it's like it's kind of weird because, um, I mean, how, how can I phrase this? It's like Jake Paul has built himself up very intelligently. He's taken the right steps. You know what I mean? Like. He's done, you know, not everything's perfect. Not everything's been flawless. He's had two canceled fights with Tommy. I think most people wanted him to be tested sooner than he was. Like, I feel like Anderson's probably his first real test in a lot of people's eyes. Um, But at the same time, it's like, why would you go risk it and go fight Tommy Fury? Why would you, why would you risk it? You know what I mean? Because I don't think anybody values Tommy Fury highly anymore. Yeah, I mean, I think he's all right. I think there's a very good chance he could be. Um, he could be Jake. I think there's a very good and, and a very high probability that that happens. But what, even if he does, the average person will be like, "Oh yeah, Tom Fury's ass." Like, why would I care about Jake Paul now? You know what I mean? He just signed a deal with PFL. 
He was in talks with Nate, which just randomly, just apparently went terribly, I, I can only assume. Right. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. It's just, it's just bizarre. I mean, what do you, what do you, what do you, I mean, do you think, what are your thoughts on, on, like, that sort of, looking at it through that, uh, that way? Like, Jake Paul has a very good chance of destroying everything he's built by fighting I mean, in a, in a, in a matchup that most people don't probably care about. Fuck it, he could, but he wants to fight. He's doing a decent turnaround. He's being active. I mean, I think the more important thing is getting active, being being in there, and getting time in. I think that's the big thing for him. I think he wants to be as prepared as he can be for. I I think we're not far from his most dangerous match. I, I don't know what it's. I'm I'm saying this without knowing. By the way, mm-hmm. his most dangerous matchup, whatever that may be. I don't know who it's going to be or what it's going to be. But there's going to come a time where. Jake's gonna announce an opponent, and it's like, damn, he bit off, you know, he beat, uh, what, what's the saying? The uh, fucking bit too much off the apple? What the fuck's the saying? I can't even think of it. Uh, bit off too much to chew. Bit off too much to chew. That's, that's the fucking saying. Thank you. I, I couldn't think of it. He bit off too much to chew. And, and that's gonna happen at some point, and I, I feel like that's why he's being so active, because I, I don't know what his angle is or who he plans to negotiate, but at some point, Josh, in, in not the so far future, I think Jason takes a matchup where it's like, yeah, Jake's probably gonna lose this. Like, there's no doubt about it. There's no way he wins this, you know? But I think he wants to be as ready as he can, cause, cause from the sounds of it, and the way he talks to us, I mean, he has this delusional belief. He's talking about Canelo and fucking, I forgot who else he said, some other big time boxes. It's like, Talked I to think, Chris Eubank Jr. one time too, I remember. I, I think he just wants to get to that one big fight, Josh, and make stupid money and then he's done. Yeah, I've probably. Always, I've always said that. I've always said I did people people take Jake too serious, you know, they they think him saying he, he's a pro boxer or, or wants to be a world champion, all of this is is, is serious. It, it, it's serious in the sense of uh he wants to uh get to that point but not necessarily put in put in the time, but not the you know. I mean, some of these guys have been doing this for two decades, and what I mean by that, since they were fucking in their late teens into their twenties and pushing into the thirties, you know, becoming world champ. But I don't know. He's trying to do the accelerated process and just get that payday. You know, I think that's what it's always been. People always are. I, I just I, I feel like I'm rambling on here, just but what I'm trying to get to this, and I've always said this is. Everybody thinks Jake is taking this super serious when I think he is and he isn't. Mm-hmm. Jake doesn't plan on fucking defending, winning a title and defending it fucking five times or anything like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Jake, Jake just wants to get to that one big match and then be done. And it's always been that. And people just need to admit it to themselves. He's not in it for the long haul. He does not want to be a pro boxer, really. I genuinely believe he doesn't. I think he likes. I think he likes the lifestyle in some aspects. I think he, he's grown to enjoy the training. Uh, and obviously, he's, he's an athletic guy from what we've seen through throughout his life, and he and he likes. Uh, com- I think he does like the competition. Obviously, he he likes winning. He likes the the uh, those aspects, you know. Mm-hmm. But I just don't know if it's as much as some of these other guys, you know. Because Jake already had money, you know. He kind of already had money. He just. Mm-hmm. Wants more, and I don't think Jake necessarily wants that fucking glory that these guys want. At the, uh, these these guys who were legitimately chasing the stream. Yeah, and you know what's? I kind of, I guess I didn't think about that. I didn't think about it that way. I mean, 
I've always I've always kind of pondered what what Jake's actual end goal is because if he believes that it's you know facing Canelo, he's fucking crazy. That's what I'm saying. It can't be that. It does. It, it it's but never Jake's made sense. I mean, Jake's also. I mean, I don't know, man. I I, I sometimes I wonder. Um. Because he's, I mean, I, I, I think you're generally correct. I think but, you're generally correct. But he's made too many calculated decisions, too many right decisions. He, he's not dumb, you know. I mean, he's, he said no, some dumb, if you want to, he if said you want some to dumb actual, shit. If you want to become like an actual champion and, and fight Canelo, he'd be taking steps upwards, whereas I feel like Tommy Fury is kind of like a, a lateral move at best. You know what I mean? Well, look, the thing is, Jake could have fucking fought five times in Mexico last year, you know, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. He also – that's probably the biggest part that makes me agree with you is he only fought once. And I, I don't care that you can be like, oh, well, you know, he actually – well, it's actually Haseem Rockman's fault because, you know, like, they, oh, or it's Tommy's Fury's fault because, like, oh, yada, yada, yada. Because they, they pulled out or there was issues with those fights. But, like, that fight wasn't even scheduled until August. He fought in early December 2021. Like, he could have booked a fight before that. He could have booked anybody else. He's He's out here trying to get big paydays and keep his name – kind of in the spotlight and also trying to move on just like a combat sports career where he can probably be like a personality as well. Cause with his PFL deal, he's going to be part fighter, part promoter. And apparently that part fighter part, we're already like, <laughs> that may already not happen. Like, uh-huh. Depending on how things go. I mean, if, if you, he announced he's signing the PFL, oh, yeah, I'm going to fight in MMA. I'm going to fight Nate Diaz and PFL and we're going to box. And then like a week later announcing that, Oh, actually I'm going to be boxing Tommy Fury with no mention of the PFL. Like it's a little bit, I don't know, but I mean, we probably move on from this one because I mean, we just, the news taking a bit longer than I expected. But th- there's been a lot of announcements, so we do kind of got to be fair. Um, yeah. Next up, dude, this one's not a fight announcement, but we we will we'll cap it off with fight announcements. Don't worry. The James Kraus, James the James Kraus, Kraus. This this uh, came out early last week, by the way, right? Like very early in the week. It but, came out, I believe, like late late last week. But yeah, it came out last really? week. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, so James Kraus, who, it's been awesome since the boss, we talked about the situation, and I feel like people, you know, news outlets, podcasts, I don't know if they do their entire due diligence when they discuss this sort of thing. That's part of the reason why I like to talk about it, because this is massive news, and it just, it just, it puts our sport in jeopardy in a way. You know, and I feel like, we, I feel like we're just getting, we're getting into a good place. You know, it's the 30th anniversary of the UFC this year. You know what I mean? Like we've made a lot of strides in terms of being taken seriously as a sport. And I feel like 2023 has just taken this like, huge step back. You know what I mean? And already having just started. And James, the James Kraus Kraus is going to jail for a while, man. I mean, it's been a while since we talked about it. But it's apparently ESPN was the first to uh, break the news that he, since 2019, so four years now, I guess he probably ended it last year, but you know what I mean. Um, he worked as a agent for an offshore betting company, and since 2019, and apparently he would help. If you don't know what an agent means, essentially he would help people sign up with this offshore booking, booking company. He's essentially the middleman. He'd track betters in. That was his job, and he would help them sign up, give them the account, yada yada yada. Um. And that's not on top, that's just on top of the fact that I guess like ESPN also found some old Discord messages with our boy Jeff Molina, who, if you guys Holy know, he's not shit. fighting right now. This is the more interesting part of the story. You basically, in a Discord, uh, post in the chat that James Krause had for his 3% club, which was the name of his betting service, or like the betting tips he would give in podcasts and, you know, shit like that. Uh, I believe like 
Jeff Lena said, like, oh, you know, like, I paid off my house, my mortgage, my car with Krause's tips. He's got injury news before anybody else. Uh, you know, and he, I believe this, this, I'm paraphrasing very slightly here, but Angel, I'm not sure if you heard this quote. Jeff Lena, they, they caught him on, they caught him, they caught him in the chat with the boys saying, in, uh, they call, in, outside of MMA, they call this insider training. In MMA, they call this the James Krause. So, these guys are really fucking stupid, and they're going to go to jail for a while. But, I mean, latest thoughts on, on the James Krause news, Jeff Molina getting pulled into it as well. I mean, for a, for a flyweight prospect, just disappointing. Right. I mean, it's continuing to unfold, right? I mean, and look, he he's a very young kid. I think he probably just got cut off in, in, in this shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, uh, how old is Jeff Molina? Can, can you pull it up? I mean, he's in his early 20s, very early. Yeah, he's much, yeah, not much like that. Not really much older than us, I don't believe. I don't, I don't know. He might be a little older than what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I think it's it's just a I think unfortunate luck for him. Maybe I, I I don't know. Maybe at the time, maybe he needed money. You know, the 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 fighter lifestyle is isn't uh, always the the cheapest or most affordable at times. Not not necessarily because of, of the expenses, but because of uh, you're just not making enough money. Yeah, here I, I just I just look it up. He's twenty five. Um, he's 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 a kid, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, he's he's been I don't know how long he's been with Glory MMA, but I'm assuming quite a quite a while at least, at least at least a decent bit of time. Mm-hmm. At least, like I'm saying, at least in his early twenties. Uh, if this is all true and he did get wrapped up in this, I I do want to genuinely believe that it's because of. Uh, of, uh, you know, just being young and not being aware. Yeah. I mean, I don't... I don't say about this, man. It's just disappointing. I mean... Because now not only do you have a guy like... It's one thing to have, like, Kraus go down, but now to also have, like, Jeff Molina go down and to have this... Uh, well, not even Jeff Molina, Josh. We were, we were Derek Minner, too. Who... Derek Minner, that's another one. Yeah, there's other I mean, there's other guys who are extremely close to Kraus that I mean obviously this this song might be the end of it. I mean there's other people in that gym that just, he coaches a lot of big names. So no. we got guys, we got Tim Elliott in there, Bono Martinez, you know, there's there's some other guys that Yeah. I don't know, man. It's gonna be um it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be very, very interesting. But we'll have to see what happens. Obviously nothing's final here, but you know, probably time to move on. Because we got another fight announcement. Leon Rocky Edwards, Kamaru Usman. We've been hearing about Kamaru having an injury. We weren't sure if it was going to go down, but ladies and gentlemen, it is UFC 286 in London, the O2. We done it, baby. We made it. Let's go. Um, I am very excited for this. They made it official. There are rumors it would not happen because due to an, uh, an injury, a hand injury from Kamaru, but it will apparently happen. So. Look, man, thoughts? Is this is this the right move? Are you excited? So on and so forth. Yeah, no, absolutely. They're running it back in England, which is kind of nice for for Leon, right? He he's kind of getting his moment, uh, which is awesome. Obviously, being being disrespected, not being loved enough, uh, and uh, obviously Kamara. I mean, obviously he deserves every opportunity at this title. He mm-hmm. he defended it for so long. He, he was dominant for for a while there, and. Uh, he was he was getting in a position to be the baddest man on the planet there for a bit. Uh, no, yeah, I mean, 
what other way could you go with this division right now? Mm-hmm. Well, I do know that they obviously they had they had other options, but um, yeah, I'm I'm cool with this fight, man. I mean, I think this is this was the right move. I'm happy that they're making it. I'm obviously, you know, uh, would I like to see Hamza or somebody else you know get you know a double wow. shot too? Wow, wow, Josh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously I would, but I'm just saying like. Dude, this is this is was realistically if if Kamara was healthy this is the only you thing. know it's it's crazy Josh I I saw you in James Cross's Discord uh, uh. <laughs> shut the fuck up please <laughs> please shut the fuck up no, you, know, I, you know I, I you know what's really funny I thought about joining that Discord before all this stuff <laughs> they'll have your ads on the stand it's a good thing you did. No, no, you know, I, I shit you not. I almost joined it. I know we're kind of going off topic here now. But. No, no, no. I know. No, here's the thing is, I, I also looked into it because I was like, I like James Krause. You know, like, seemed like I, I, I was about to join it. I, before, like I think a week or two before all this shit unfolded, I was about to join it. Like I was gonna be like, yeah, you know, I'll pay for it. I'll try it. You know, why not? Let's, let's just see how it is. Dude, you're about to end up in the fucking clink, man. <laughs> know, right? They're running, they're running numbers for the mob and shit out here, dude. Man, that is. I just, it's just fucking crazy that's all i gotta say about it, man it's just uh it's fucking crazy to have this sort of thing happen but but time to move on man um because there's not a lot to say about honestly rocky and in kamaru 3 we know what's gonna happen we we had we had a feeling for a while obviously it's gonna get confirmation but uh yeah we'll see what happens man um i think more or less on the location but we kind of already do we're like yeah i mean likely to not it was gonna be at you know one quick thing about the location, I'm honestly a little bit pissed off about that. <laughs> Why? Why, motherfucker? Because the, you had a chance to do it in a stadium, and you're doing it though too. Uh, well, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, I would have preferred them to do something. The O2, the O2 is still sick, man. I mean, don't be like that. Come on. Yeah, it's gonna be an interesting card though, because now, I mean, you see that Patty is not gonna be on that one. Yeah, but he's gonna be back in a kind of. Hey, but we found out he got injured in the first round, though. Yeah, he got injured, and he's going to be out. He's yeah, scheduled for uh, surgery in March, so it's going to be a while. But that's how, that's how it goes. Yeah, but anyways, man, last last news, Bellator. Uh, Bellator, man, they are um, – I thought Bellator has been stuck in like a weird kind of pattern for a while. But I feel like Bellator in 2023 has a chance to do some big things, specifically Fedor Bator 2 is going to be happening next month. However, they also announced a lightweight Grand Prix. It's been a – well, I mean, look, man. They have these every once in a while, and right now the Bantamweight one's going on. There's a lot of weird shit that happened in it, but overall it's been pretty fun. And generally, these are pretty fucking fun. <clears throat> the light heavyweight one, which just came to an end last year, that one was fucking sick. They had the heavyweight one all the way back in the day with – just speaking of it, I mean, Fedor and Bader, they were those things, they were both in there. But now it's the lightweight division. Bellator, in my opinion, arguably the best division. It's happening, man. Usman or Mega Madoff will be taking on Benson Henderson in the opening round March 10th. On the co-main event, Tafik Musayev taking on Alexander Shubley. On the same card, Mansoor Barnaway taking on Sydney Outlaw May 12th. AJ McKee, Patricky Pitbull, two former champions colliding in the opening round. We do not know when the date and what the card will be. We do know that is the matchup. Angel, dude, this is fucking awesome news. I love this. I love these fights. I mean, what is your first reaction, man? Uh, matchmaking is beautiful. I think that I think they did everything right as far as putting 
who and who against each other to start off the rounds. I don't know who's on what side of the bracket and how it's going to all work out and, you know, or how it could all play out. I guess is the proper way to word it. But, um, yeah, no, um, I'm a fan. I'm a big fan. It's a small, it's a smaller tournament because it's only eight man, right? Uh, what from the, it's a small tournament. Yeah, which is, correct. It's, it's an eight man. And you mentioned, uh, you don't know how the bracket works out. Let me tell you real quickly. The, uh, Usman Benson will fight, the winner of that will fight the winner of Marsha, uh, Mansour Barnway and Sydney Outlaw. And then the winner of Tafik Musayev and Alexander Shadley will fight McKee, Pit, uh, Pitbull winner. That's hot. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan. Big fucking fan. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. I mean, not a whole lot of thoughts on this one, because obviously we'll be previewing these fights very soon, because it starts on March 10th, but, uh, yeah, man. I mean, I think it's about time to actually break into the actual action in terms of fights that actually did occur. Um, UC Vegas 67 went down last Saturday night from UC Apex in Las Vegas, Nevada. Short notice middleweight main events, well, I guess technically light heavyweight main event between Sean Strickland and Nasordine Imavov. Strickland putting in that work, man. I mean, look, he's been a bit of an up and down guy, but we gotta go ahead and give props when it's deserved. Coming out here and facing a guy who was a rising attender, younger, looked in great shape, coming in on short notice, and he beats him, unanimous decision, picking up the win shot trick and getting back in the win column, ending his two-fight losing streak. Angel, what do you think about the decision? What do you think about the fights and Sean Strickland getting back in the win column? I mean, thought it was, itself was all right. You know, not, not, not the best, not the worst, obviously, but I, you know, I, I enjoyed it for what it was. Uh, I mean, uh, good for Sean, right? Obviously, he had a two – Losses in there that one one that was pretty bad obviously Alex Pahe, other one and Jared Kennedy which he thought he won you know you could, you could argue, uh, but he took it he took it on short notice came back came in didn't have to cut a lot of weight he's doing his thing and uh, ended up working out for him he he caught his stride in the fight he felt he looked pretty comfortable obviously we saw that in in the later rounds he kind of it kind of seemed like him carrying that little bit of extra weight was kind of like oof you know he was he wasn't used to it but uh. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, it, it was kind of a, a nice way to bounce back. And for Nazarene, I mean, he he's young. I don't think he loses a lot of stock or anything here. He ends up, uh, you know, dropping in the rankings or anything because of this. I mean, he's, he's 26 years young, man. I mean, he has a lot of time in this sport, and, and he's faced uh, some pretty strong competition already and some young guys that are really good. So he'll be back. Uh, I'm not sure against who. Uh, I feel like. Maybe they decide to run it back with Kelvin at 185. I actually get that 185, and whenever Kelvin is ready to to return to the octagon. But um, yeah, no, uh, Sean seemed to get pretty comfortable in there and uh, end up getting the victory. <clears throat> yeah, man. Honestly, a very solid win by him. I'm actually pretty impressed. Imavov um, is a tough guy. We kind of figured that he slows down as the fight goes on, and we knew that if Sean could get through those early rounds. It's going to be smooth sailing for him. It ended up being the case. Impressive win by him. Co-main event, though. This fight I was admittedly more excited for. Um, but Dan Ige, dude. God damn. Damon Jackson came in here. We both picked him for the upset. And, uh, wow, that did not go down the way we expected. Dan Ige, a highlight reel walk-off knockout in the second round. Just devastating win, man. Not a whole lot of thoughts on this one outside of I feel bad for Damon Jackson. But Dan 50K E-Gate back in the win column. I don't know. Yeah, well, well deserved, right? I mean, he, he was in a bad little stint there. 
Uh, I thought it was Imaging Exit Time, Josh. I thought he was stringing it together. He's always on, on the older <clears> end a little bit there. And, uh, you know, it seemed like, uh, you know, it was, it was going to be his time. He was about to do some shit and establish himself, put himself in the rankings up there, get those big names, push for the bell, get them fucking dubs, set himself up for greatness. And, I mean, and EJ was, was there to stop it. Yeah, true, man. True. Very uh, impressive win by him. As far as the rest of the card goes, it was a solid night. I like the main card. The prelims weren't as interesting, but still pretty solid night of fights, man. What are some of the ones you're most looking forward to discussing? Oh, man. Uh, well, which one do I want to start with? I mean, let's start Let's start off with Umar Namagamedov. I mean, Josh, we kind of we kind of do, right? How, how this fight was probably going to go. Obviously, sick uh, highlight finish out of him. Uh, a, a knee instantly followed up by a hook in very short distance. He was as he was throwing up the knee. I don't know if you've seen the video, Josh, in slow motion. He was already bringing the hook in too at the same time. Fucking savage. Yeah. Goes in for the ground and pound. I think he gets a one fist in, sees he's out, puts his hand behind the head to stop the reverb, and gently lays him down, Josh. Yeah, man, he put him to sleep and and tucked him in. Hell of a guy. You oh, might, my you God, Josh. That's a TikTok right there. Hell of a guy, honestly, though. I mean, his shit, dude, it was impressive. I mean, he, he, he knocked him. He, I mean, jokes aside, the most impressive part, besides the knockout itself, how quickly he switched from, you know, I got to murder this guy. To, All right, look, this is my boy right here. You know, I got to go ahead and... I got to go ahead and make sure he's all right, man. Like, that's actually a pretty... Pretty nice thing to do, but I mean, hey, dude, is that is that Giga Chad move out of a uh, Umar right there? That is a Giga Chad move. But uh, yeah, man, hell of a hell of a win, hell of a win. Um, <laughs> I mean, as far as the rest of the card goes, man, I mean, I gotta go ahead and give a shout out to my girl Rocky Pennington. I said it on Twitter, dude. Did you think she won that fight? Uh, it was close. Ah, it was close. Okay, okay. Not, well, dude, hey. If you I were thought, in Vegas, who would you have scored the fight for? I, I scored it for Kevin Beer. Yeah, 29-28, easy. But you're saying, I still got to shout her out, though, <laughs> nevertheless. <laughs> well, I mean, you saw Kevin Beer's last fight. I mean, are you really going to cry about her getting a getting No, 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 no. You're not. You're not wrong. I mean, she put herself in this situation. And at a close fight with Misha Tate, too. She's gotten the nod in a couple of close ones lately. Her potential is so high, I just, dude, she just doesn't let it go. No, she does not. But, I mean, look, dude, I do got to go shout out Rocky. Most, like, low-key winning streak in the UFC right now. Unbeaten in three years, five fights in that stretch. Marion Renault, Piani Kinzad, Macy Chason, Aspen Ladd, Kitten Vera. Angel, is that worthy of a title shot? I think that is. You know she's about to have a kid, right, which is even crazier. Yeah, that's true, yeah. I do think that's worthy of a title shot. I really do think it is. I think if this were any other division for women's bantamweight, we'd be like, oh, shit, why have they not got a title shot yet? I mean, who else? who else would she fight? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's no one else. Uh, I think, but, uh, you know, like I said, she's about to have a kid. So I think it'll be a little while before we see a title shot inbound. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, you probably should have. I mean, I, 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 shit. Outside of Pena 3, I literally don't know, like, but I don't think there's a huge demand for that either, so. When, when, uh, if, 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 uh, Kupanis doesn't end up fighting for the title, when do you think we see that fight? Because I think, she, I think they're due for like in two weeks or some shit like that, or in a week or something crazy like that. I have no idea. I mean, probably, I'm assuming late this year. Yeah. 
Maybe, fuck, I don't know. Sometime in July, August, maybe? Yeah, maybe, but... I feel like it'll be sometime. Yeah, we'll see, but anyways, man, Raquel Pennington's solid win. Didn't think she won, but, you know, happy to see her get the nod. Um, By the way, best gender reveal ever, just saying. Oh, one of the best. You saw it? Yeah. It's really Uh, good. Yeah, but I also want to go ahead and shout out Roman Kopilov. Solid knockout win. Also on the undercard, I got to go and shout out my boy, Abdul Hazak Al-Hassan. Let's go, man. I mean, you're talking about a guy who's had some rough, rough years. Judo Thunder. Um, coming off a split decision loss to Buckley. You know, he's a guy. He's 37 in the Walter Bay division. He's missed weight several times. Actually, I think he's at middleweight now, if I remember correctly. But, you know, regardless, he's missed weight several times. He's an older guy. He's lost a lot of fights lately. You know damn well the UC was probably hoping Claudio Ribeiro was going to win. Uh, <laughs> I did not know this man was 37. Yo, he, he did not what? look 37. No, he did not look 37. A black old crack. That's black true. Black crack. That's true. But, dude, hey, look, full props to him. He goes out there, gets the knockout win. Super impressive. Couple of fights in the card. Al Nascimento picking up a win. Daniel Argueta picking up a win. Charles Johnson with the first stoppage of 2023. Controversial one. I thought it was meh. I wasn't too mad about it. Mad about it. Would have preferred if they let it go. Um, what were your thoughts on that stoppage before you know, we go ahead and move on? Obviously, I feel a certain type of way about it for my own reasons. But regardless, taking all that away, I did think it was a premature. I was kind of like, come on, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I felt like you should have been given the opportunity to continue going. Uh, I, I think he was still in it. He wasn't. He wasn't out. He, he was. I felt like he was still trying to. Put himself, you know, try to get himself out of danger. Like he was still there, you know, he was still thinking. I don't know, but it is what it is. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe the ref did end up saving him, and I'm just being uh, selfish. Well, um, maybe I'm just a terrible push person. No, I mean, I, I thought it was a bad stoppage. I, I would have preferred to let it go. I, I wasn't too angry about it, but um, I, I don't know, Josh. I was on Unleash the Violence that night. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, regardless, man, regardless, um, I mean, any other thoughts on, uh, some other car fights before we go ahead and move on to our next recap? No, I mean, uh, you highlighted a lot of the main ones. I, I just want to highlight it. I, I don't know if you mentioned Javid Basharat, uh, mm. uh, but if, but if he didn't, he was the guy who fought on the contender series who fought, I believe, a Israeli fighter. Do not quote me on that, but I believe so. Uh, we do not fact check on the show, so. Okay. No, we we have courts that sign up facts. They're they're our own. Yeah, so he fought on that, and his opponent called him a, a fucking rate, a fucking terrorist. Uh, oh shit! Hey, hey, and, and my guy beat him, so you know. That's yeah, yeah, he won. Yeah, I remember that. And the Dana was like, "See, we don't do anything because it works itself out," you know. But, like, so what if the other guy would fought? <laughs> right, but he's kept it going. Fourteen and zero. He's looking like a nice little prospect at one thirty-five. And like we say, man, this is one of the. Strongest division in the whole planet. It's just one more guy in the mix. And credit to his opponent, he was tough. I I just think that he was missing a few little things here and there, and, and maybe things would have worked out differently. But hey, man, that's how it's, that's how it ends up going. It's t- he's ten and one. I mean, he still has a long career ahead of him. I'm pretty sure he's pretty young as well. So no shame in that. He's a tough kid. I mean, oh yeah, he's wow. He's 24 years old. He He'll can only he back. can only he can only go up from here. Yeah. Yeah. So. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, man, he'll be back. I'm not too worried about that. But yeah, man, I mean, the real like, the real event of the week, Josh. Come on, just get. I mean, come on. This is 
the look, highest level of combat that occurred this week in Josh. Okay, now look, I understand some of you who may listen to the show. You know, we've got thousands of people listening, so it makes sense. Some of you may not be YouTube boxing fans. I completely get it. Skip forward because I have to admit this was by far the most entertained I was all weekend. <laughs> I just got to go ahead and praise it for a little bit, man. I mean, Misfits Boxing 4, KSI's Boxing Promotion, um, this card, top to bottom. I mean, fuck me. This was so much fun. <laughs> dude, this is, dude, I mean, this was so much fun, dude. I mean, we got to go ahead and say it, dude. I mean, let's just be honest. So, first of all, let's get to it. Josh, you got, you got me bricked up over here, dude. You're only one room away from me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's go ahead and hit it off with the main event. KSI. I mean... Highlight finish. Highlight reel. Facing Faze Temper. Some people are like, oh, you know, he's he's facing another YouTuber. Like, Faze Temper is legitimately, like, as far as YouTube boxing goes, pretty decent guy. You know, he's, what, three and one prior to this fight, you know, like, got a, got a couple of nice wins, you know, beat, knocked out front of the show overflow in a round. But Temper's pretty good at boxing. K-Slime made him look like he's just that face sniper, though, which shows, like, and because of how his previous opponents did on the undercard, which we'll talk about in a minute, like, I think JJ's better than a lot of people kind of, you know, figured. What do you, what do you think about that, man? I mean, he came back strong. I mean, it was a sick finish. He came out with a MVP-esque stance and finish, which we saw that kind of overtook Twitter and Instagram, which was sick to see yeah. that kind of, uh, uh, uh similarity. Uh, the, I loved it, and, and uh, obviously both English guys, you know, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I mean, that was just, if you guys have not seen it, which I'm not sure how you could not have seen it. I mean, this was, this was, I feel like KSI has kind of been waiting for that big, everybody knows who he is, right? But I feel like everybody's kind of been looking for, like, that big highlight reel finish to kind of hype themselves up for a potential date with Jake Paul. Dude, this did it. Like, this was highlight reel, made him look like he didn't even belong in the same fucking arena as him and that's that's extremely impressive and uh he did get me excited for a potential uh jake paul fight i mean now granted he's gonna have one fight before that he has to win that one supposedly i mean josh this, this is boxing they could go on negotiations for like five more years that's true because i mean shit ryan and Gervonta, they may not fight so right <laughs> I mean, just just crazy. But I mean, as far not, as uh, not not even that, Josh. Let's go deeper. T- Bud Crawford, uh, Earl Spence. Oh God. Yeah. Um, right there, didn't I? Yeah, I'm still angry about that one. Um, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I a little bit, still a little bit pissed off about that one. But I mean, that, look, that one can happen in time, but uh, probably won't. But um. I mean, as far as uh, Jake Paul and KSI goes, um, could happen, could not happen. I do think the the wise decision for KSI would be to take one more tune-up before he goes in there, especially considering Jake's probably fighting Tommy Fury, and Tommy Fury's actually a legitimate test, you know? Um, yeah, I mean, solid knockout, but I feel like this this the knockout was just – the knockout was impressive out of it, like itself, but I feel like the, part of the reason why the knockout was so much fun and, and so crazy is because of how fucking good the undercard was. I mean, Angel, we just got to go one down, dude. Tom Zanetti and, and fucking our boy Slim beat the dog shit out of each other for four rounds. I mean, what are your thoughts on that one? I, I mean, I didn't expect a lot of this. Tom Zanetti was a complete unknown to to us who have been watching these these guys, these YouTubers, uh, these personalities coming into this, uh, you know, the, the the celebrity boxing game, right? So I didn't I didn't know what to expect. I mean, I was like, he looks 
you know, somewhat athletic, uh, looks decent on pads, whatever. But I was like, I mean, Slim is one of those guys, at least for me, when it comes to the, the creators that I was super high on. I mean, I am still super high on him. He kind of slowed down his last two matches, though. I mean, Ryan Taylor, you know, I mean, it was, it was cool, but no finish out of him. I mean, obviously the competition is getting harder, but at the same time, though. I mean, he's not swarms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> uh, and then another no finish against Thompson Eddie, but I mean, he's, he's talking about, a it, it being a, his, you know, he's thinking about, uh, changing weight classes, cause, uh, he's like, this, this ain't it, you know, I, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to vacate the title, you know, I can't, I can't be the ICB world, uh, lightweight, uh, heavyweight title champion anymore, you know, he, he's like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to maybe switch it up and go down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think it's probably wise for him to go down. I feel like we're kind of seeing that maybe the power's not as there as much as we thought. Um, I mean, I don't think he looked bad. This fight was a banger. I, I expected it to be actually pretty good because I thought Tom Zanetti was pretty fucking solid, um, at least based off what I'd seen of training footage and, and hitting the pads and, and so on and so forth. So I wasn't surprised that Slip struggled a little bit. That's pretty much what I expected. Um, I am interested to see who he fights next. Um, you know, I can tell you who nobody wants to fight next, though. I mean, this this, this might be the you advantage, know. Josh. It might be motherfucking Salt Poppy, the greatest Filipino of all time. He 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 <laughs> not has even taken just, over. He has taken over this whole not thing. Even just boxer angel. I just mean Filipino in general. <laughs> right. I mean, jokes aside, he he goes out there and he annihilates Josh Brector. Not even close. I mean, I mean, Josh, if you didn't know any of these guys' backgrounds or what they did or their kind of experience or, or anything, and we told, or, or if you just said what Josh Brockner's done in his life as, as a, as an athlete, uh, I mean, you would, I mean, all the odds would be against Salt Poppy, you know, but yeah. fuck, man, he, he set him up, didn't he? He was waiting for it too. I mean, I, the entire time I'm like, what is he about to do? And I could tell, I could just tell, I was like, he's, He's about to do some shit here. Mm-hmm. And he did. Uh, yeah, finish man. of the night, yeah. I'd say. I easy, mean, easy finish of the night. I mean, are you kidding me? I, I expected self Hobby to win. I expected if he did not win, it'd be, it'd be very easy to be close. I mean, you can just tell, like, he's fought nobodies. You know, not nobodies necessarily, but he's fought in guys that are clearly not at the same level and the same pedigree with the same training that he has. But it's, like, the way he beats some of those guys, like... You could just tell there was some fucking skill there. But then he went out there and made Josh Bruckner look, like, slightly better than Andy Worski. You know what I mean? Like, and that's, that's how impressive that was. But, um... I think, I think we need a Slim versus Salt Poppy. I think that makes sense. That makes that's a, that's a, that's a That's a solid progression there. Especially considering Salt Poppy once, you know, he wants a big name. Yeah, but that's it right there. Both both undefeated as a, you know in the in the promotion right and and, and in general, oh, it's perfect. Someone's O has to go. Exactly. Uh, we'll see if, who he faces next. I think that there's um. Hope we see him again this year, no matter what though. Like I, I hope we see him again soon. I mean, like I think we talked about it last week, right? They signed a big deal for how long? Five year deal with uh, the zone. Just crazy. I mean, this is year one right here, so let's see it, baby. Mm. We will see. We will see. Um, yeah, man. I mean, any other thoughts on some of those undercard fights? I mean, obviously, we do got to discuss the return of the great I mean, to Luis Alcaraz Pineda. I mean, Jesus Christ. Uh, they brought him back, Josh. He was the mystery opponent. I mean, we were thinking Wasabi, 
we were thinking some other people that I can't think of off the top of my head. But that, the big one was Wasabi, right? That, that everybody thought he, I think even Alex had like teased his weight on fucking Instagram. And I was like, whoa, did he just give it away? Did he just leak it? You know? Uh, I think another one that they mentioned was, oh my God, kid's name is skipping me right now. The guy that, uh, Anderson Gibb fought on the, on the ace, on, uh, on the ace family card. I can't Meg remember. McBroom, Land, uh, Austin Crew. No, 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 not, uh, not Austin, the one that, uh, uh, Anderson Gibb fought. I can't remember his name right now. It's skipping me. But regardless, I think there was rumors of, of, of his opponent. I think, uh, they, they wanted Oh, you mean uh, Landon McBroom, maybe? No, no, not Landon McBroom. It, it wasn't the McBroom. It was the other case. You said it was the, the Ace family, though. It was the Ace family card. Oh, okay. Yeah. Regardless, though. Oh, shit. Now I know what you're talking about, but I can't think of his name. Oh, yeah, yeah you, you see his face. Yeah, I, see yeah, I can't face. think of his name, though. But, uh, Luis Alcaraz Pineda, man, came back. They did it very well. I mean, they, they set him up for, they set him up for success, actually. He just had to show up. Uh, you know, B-Day probably shat his pants. Uh, <laughs> I know I, mean, I would. I mean, the fucking Undertaker music, and then it switches to Mariachi Band, and, uh, he came back. Came back. Uh, he said they gave him the call like two months ago. He was training, and he took it. Uh, first chance he had a, I don't know if former or at one point or currently holds the title, the cruiserweight champion in his corner. Uh, I believe it's, I could be wrong. I think he's Austrian. I, I forget it, but he, he was there. He was in, in his corner and coached him and, uh, he was, I guess they were a very big fan. They were very happy to help Luis and Luis got a dub and I talked to Josh privately, uh, uh, I was talking to Josh in the green room, I should say, and we were discussing kind of like the card and a bunch of, a bunch of other things, uh, before we started the show, and I mentioned to him, you know, that, you know, and, and Josh had read some stuff too that he mentioned to me, but before the show, I was like, man, he was so emotional after that, and I think some people don't even realize this, because, you know, no one gave a fuck of, about Luis Pineda after his fight with JJ, he actually fought two more times after that and lost uh both finishes, and he came back, back to where he got, you know, embarrassed, back to where he had this bad loss, where he wasn't able to shine in front of the bright lights, it was just too much for him to handle, and he redeemed himself. He redeemed himself and got a lot of love from the crowd, a lot of love from the people. And he was able to get that win. And you, and you see, man, he, you know, he felt, he dropped his knees. He got all emotional. You kind of wonder why, you know, why is it being so dramatic? But it was, it was because of that, you know, the whole moment, everything behind it caused those emotions and set him up from that moment right there. I mean, it, there was a lot to that, uh, in that moment. Yeah. And even just beyond his whole personal story, like, there's just something so fucking cool about the fact that this kid who just was a nobody this time last year, you know, not even just this time last six months ago, less than six months ago. I mean, in in August, you know, is when he got the call to fight JJ on like a week notice. His entire life's been completely changed, you know, and that's that's something that's very very cool, and you don't really see too often either. So uh, for that reason, and for him just to be able to go ahead and go and get some fucking redemption, you know what I mean, like. For him to go out there and to just, it was just so fucking cool, man. I mean, they, obviously, it was a kind of like, he, he's kind of been always like a meme since that fight where people like call him the go or whatever. But like, shit, dude, I got hype. I was like, fuck yeah, man. Like, good for this kid, you know? Um, I think kid, he's like two year, two or three years older than me, but still, you know, like, <laughs> he looks like he's 12, so, um. <laughs> he does have very young boyish look. <laughs> he does, you know, but, uh, anyways, man, it's a hell of a win by. Couldn't, could not be happier for that kid. Um, 
As far as the undercard goes, man, I mean, we got to go ahead and talk about Swarm's One Punch Man. I mean, going out there and... Yeah, dude, uh, Swarm's decided to become a fucking Saitama that day. For real, because out there, it lands a... Like, to be fair, he, you could just tell, like, oh, this motherfucker's been training his ass off. Like, he looks in completely different shape. He yeah. actually seemed to be shimmying. He's throwing, like, a double jab out there. Like, he's very, very quick. Yep. Didn't, didn't look like else? a bag of milk. Huh? He didn't look like a bag of milk anymore. He does anymore. not look like a bag of milk anymore. He goes out there and lands like a fucking, just a clean jab in the opening seconds and like broke the dude's orbital, broke Ryan Taylor's orbital, boom, end of fight. I mean, fuck, dude. Gotta be happy for him. L. Brook, the, uh, what was, what's her, the something bomber? The baby bomber. Baby bomber, baby bomber. The baby bomber going out there to get a first round win over, uh, Faith Wardway, who I, I, to be fair, I did not know either one of these women. Prior to this fight, I still don't know much about either one of them. I think they're, I think they're both TikTok people. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Um, yeah, so it was a fun fight, so that was cool. Um, yeah. But uh, and in front of the show, Anthony Taylor. I mean, taking on Idris Virgo. Dude's got balls, but uh, whenever you're facing a 12 and 0 fucking boxer, I mean, that's not gonna be easy. So um, yeah, man. yeah. Came you know, up. I was like, man, it did, did it our boy. Uh, Pretty boy Taylor, kind of dirty there, man. I saw they really did, yeah. Saw them with Virgo, and I was like, uh, I was like, I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, he did come up short. Showed a lot of heart, though. Um, so it, it is what it is. I mean, any closing thoughts on this card before we move on? It was fun, man. I mean, I don't know how their next card's gonna do. I mean, they got Chase Wingler leading it again, and they've they had him headline another one and. It ended in a finish, but I I just don't I don't know I, I, they haven't announced any other people for that I don't believe, but hopefully they could get some kind of fun names under that and kind of make it really entertaining because uh, that that's coming up in February near the end of February I mean we're a little over a month away to be in England again but they're they're scheduled to have two uh their next event in the U S so I guess we'll find out who that'll be that be in April so we'll, we'll be a ways away from that. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Anyways, man. I mean, like, I mean, you brought up Jake Smigler. I'm happy. You know, I feel like they're kind of doing like almost like a UFC model, but they're just, they're not like labeling it like Misfit Fight Night Blank. It's just like Misfit Fight Night Five, and like this card just so happens to have way less big names than the other one. You know what I mean? No, but yeah, you're not wrong. That that's actually a really good way to put it, Josh. And I think go function. I think with with the kind of a, uh, I guess I mean we got to say it, just the athletes they have. It, it works, you know? Yeah. Uh, with the level, it works, and I'm curious to see uh, how far it can go. You know, I mean, fuck, I mean, they've made titles, Josh. I mean, it's, and there's title defenses now. I mean, it, it's, it's pretty, pretty set up, you know? Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, they, 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 they honestly, they're, they're doing an incredible job building this thing. I mean, they've you know, kind of figured out the model. You know something I just thought about while we've been talking about, about this? Dennis, you know, just not even in thought, you know? Mm-hmm. You know Dylan's at home kind of like, dang, good thing I uh, didn't. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not talking about Dylan Dennis. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you don't, don't want to give him any attention, Josh? I have, I have zero fucking give, give, interest in discussing anything. I might as well just discuss, like, fucking. Give, give Dylan what he wants, Josh. Come on, Josh. Give Dylan what he wants and let him say Also, it, it makes it – I, I should rather just discuss literally anything else, you know. Um, but <laughs> – Okay, Josh. 10-7, Josh. 
But anyways, man, <laughs> um, that's all we got for Mrs. Boxing. It's using 283. It is fight week, boys. We're back with the pay-per-view. doesn't really feel like a pay-per-view week, but... um, But it fucking is, Josh. It fucking is. I mean... the fuck's the energy at, Josh? I mean, I don't know why. This card just feels off to me, man. I can't explain it, but... uh, <laughs> Do you not have Dragon Cock energy right now? Is that what I'm hearing out of you? Well, not right now, but maybe come Friday night. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, but, uh, I, I mean, I always have Dragon Cock energy on Friday nights, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Anyways, man. Um, <laughs> Josh is like, moving on. Moving on. This will be the first time the UC will be back in Brazil since March 2020. Even then, they did not have any actual fans in attendance uh, during that night, thanks to COVID. Um, but look, dude, two title fights. Uh, excellent main card, some solid undercard fights, too. Let's go and hit off with the headliner. Glover to share the former champion... Angel, this man, everybody talks about Tom Brady. Glover Share is 43 years old. <laughs> and it's in a sport where you get punched in the face for a living. Taking on Jamal Sweet Dreams Hill. This, this kid, man. I say this. He's, 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 a, he's a 31-year-old man <laughs> from Chicago, Illinois, who has like eight kids. But he, you know, this kid, man. He has eight kids? Health. According to uh, Wiki, says he has six. Fuck, okay. But anyways, uh, he's only 31. He's got time to put in those numbers. But uh, like, um, our, like our boy Cowboy Oliver, right? Correct, yeah. <laughs> anyways, three-five winning streak for him. His only loss was a TKO loss to Paul Craig when he broke his arm. Since then, though, three knockout wins in a row. Jimmy Crew, Johnny Walker, Tiago Santos, just demolition jobs. I don't think anybody expected Jamal Hill to be in this position this early in his UFC career. Obviously, he just got into the UFC. There's a contender series back in 2019, made his debut in 2020. Wow. Only a couple of fights under his belt, a handful of them. Yet he's fighting for the title. He's facing just this Brazilian legend, former champion. I mean, Angel, I'm very psyched for this fight, man. Um, give me your thoughts on it. Ah, uh, look, it's fun. Obviously, not exactly what I wanted. You know, no, no disrespect to the to the fighters. Uh, Obviously, it's nice to see Glover in there. I think 100% we're going to see Glover. Obviously, no hate to Jamal Hill. Obviously, I'll, I'll definitely enjoy the fight with him. Uh, any fight he's ever in, I will always enjoy. It's just that uh, there was like three other names that I would have rather seen, you know. I'm just going to be completely honest. But uh, nevertheless, it doesn't mean that uh, it doesn't take anything away from the fight that it took. Uh, as far as the matchup itself, I, fuck, man, it's it's hard, right? Obviously, Jamal Hill has shown some impressive uh, power. Uh, he's obviously continuing to grow and learning on the job at all times. Obviously, he had Anthony Smith in his camp recently to come in. I think he came in and helped a few days, obviously, since Anthony had uh, fought Glover previously. And uh, Anthony has a jiu-jitsu game himself that maybe could give Jamal some help or, or something or make, give him a, a different perspective. But, um, yeah, I, 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 I'm going to have to go Glover, Josh. I think Glover's going to get it done again. I, I, I just think the fight on the ground for Jamal Hill is going to be too much. And, I mean, let's not forget, Josh, the way the fight got to the ground in that Jan Blachowicz fight was Glover hurt Jan on the feet first, and then he went for the takedown, and the fight ended on the ground, and it was pretty much wraps over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Um, I'm very I'm very interested in this main event, uh, but I will say that I think if you're Glover Teixeira, you're 43 years old, man. This is the ideal matchup for you, probably. I mean, no wonder he. I mean, he, you saw how smile, how how many smile, like how big a smile was. UC two eighty two when the fight got announced on fight night. You know what I mean? 
Um, that dude was smiling his ass off. He's facing a guy who Jamal Hill, you know, he's on a great run right now, but we did, you know, not even a year and a half ago, we saw him get his arm snapped by Paul Craig. Tiago Santos had success wrestling him. There's a clear path to victory for Glover Share here. I think he's going to become UC Light Heavyweight Champion again on Two Saturday time. nights. Two times. Assuming you're on the same page, my friend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, there, there's no way he goes to Brazil. He's this old. He's worked this hard and doesn't leave it all out there again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's going to – I think that he knows that his time is limited. I just don't see a way the Glover share with – you know, at this age, in this opponent, where like there's such like a clear stylistic advantage for him, like if he's, I think if he took your Prozak, it's crazy shit for five rounds. I think he could take on Jamal Hill. I'll put it like that. Yeah, and I like Jamal a lot, and I think he's gonna have moments in this fight. I just don't think it's gonna be enough. Yeah, no, definitely, I agree. Mm-hmm. But Coleman event is arguably as big as. The main event itself. Davidson Figueroa, Brandon Moreno, fourth time, my friend. The quadrilogy going going down. These guys have spent three years of their prime just going back and forth with each other. That's fucking lit, dude. You will now see it once again. Angel, your thoughts, man. I am assume this is this fight is the closest one to call on the card because like all three of their fights have been I guess the, the second one wasn't that close, but you know, I it's still very, very compelling. Pretty much all the fights, there have been like competitive moments in, in there. What do you think about this one, man? I mean, I mean, let's say it as it is, man. Fourth matchup. I mean, they, these guys, these gentlemen know each other very well. Obviously, Brandon Moreno going through some stuff, having to change coaches again. Uh, I guess he didn't necessarily have to the first time around. It was a personal choice he wanted to make to elevate his game, and he felt like he needed it to, uh, to be, I guess, become champ. I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't know exactly why he decided to but i'm just this is kind of speculation off the top of my head or my personal thought but uh i josh i i have, i think it's the year of the return you know just like glover's gonna return to that belt i think brandy moreno's gonna return to that belt man and in this series only one one of the two fighters has been finished in, in their in their uh three uh three fights and in the fourth fight i mean who knows what could happen i think brandy moreno's got a david Ferreira's number i don't think davidson's gonna be able to recreate uh what he did in that previous fight i think brandon have lost a, maybe a little bit of focus, kind of didn't do certain things the way he wanted to, kind of, I don't want to say let it slip by, but kind of a little overconfident, showboating a little bit in the match. Uh, I want that focus, Brandon Moreno, that we got in that, in that, in that, in that second fight, man, where he came in, he, he was looking clean, he dominated the whole fight through, he, he had advantages on the feet, he had advantages on the ground, and he finished it. I want to see that. Brandon Moreno again. I think we will see it again in Brazil. I think Brandon Moreno will be now two-time champ at flyweight and will recapture his belt. Yeah, that's possible. That is very possible. But you know, Angel, I don't look at fairy tales. I'm not going to pretend that the assassin baby is going to go down there and get it done. David Figueroa is fighting in his home just, country. Just you wait, Josh. Just you wait. Dude, Dave is going to go out there and fuck up your boy. That's all I'm saying, Angel. Man, I'm that's, sorry. To- <laughs> that, that's what you think, Josh. That's what you think. Uh, and I honestly. It's going to be a close fight. I just like riling you up. I'm going to take Figueroa, though. It's, it's, it's going to be a banger. It's going to be a banger. Yeah, it's going to be a banger, dude. I mean, look, dude, if you. The first fight was. I want violence. Huh? I want violence. But you're going to get violence. That first fight, dude, I mean, Figueroa should have won, but obviously he couldn't couldn't stop kicking kicking downstairs, if you know what I mean. Um, got Same. lost a point. Brandon Moreno won the second fight, obviously, sub- submission. And I wouldn't say dominated the fight, but like. That was his night, you know what I mean? Like, he was not going to be stopped. 
Figueroa goes out there and outpoints him in the third fight, knocked him down a couple times, well, multiple times, I think three or four, um, ended up winning by decision. I just think, man, I think he's had it over a year now with Cejudo, and I thought he actually had, like, some, you know, he, he injured, he's uh, implemented some good grappling into his game. I think he's at home. I don't see Figueroa losing. I just don't. I think, like, if you're, he's fighting in Brazil, he got what he wanted. He called for the fourth fight in Brazil. He gets what he wants. I don't think he's going to lose. So I'm going to figure out to win the, uh, win the third fight in the, uh, I guess, yeah, just technically be, you know, second win in the quadrilogy. But you, you see what I'm saying. You, just you wait, Josh. It could happen. I'm not even, I'm not even bullshitting. Wait, know? wait till I see you next time, Josh. Wait till I see you next time. Wait till I see you at, at the Avatar 2 showing at, <laughs> at 10, at 10 a.m. And you'll see, you know, um, we should have a review of that shit live. <laughs> Probably, but uh, look, dude, Gilbert Burns, Neil Magny next up on the main card. Interesting matchup. Gilbert said he wanted a contender. He said he didn't say he didn't want a contender. He said he wanted a big name. Nate Diaz, Nick Diaz, fucking and who else did he call out? He called. He said, you know, um, Masvidal. That's the other big one. Covington. None of them answered the call out, but you know who did? Mister Old Reliable, the Haitian sensation, Neil Magny. Look, dude, love him or hate him. You know, I don't think anybody has too strong. I don't think anybody hates Neil Magny, but you know what I'm saying. Like, this guy just always steps up to matter the fight. Won three of his last four. Interesting matchup here, man. I thought he looked really good last night now. So what do you think about this fight? Uh, I mean, I, I like it. I, I don't know if it's necessarily what I wanted to see for Gilbert as far as opponents. But it's it's, it's not a bad matchup. Obviously, uh, Neil Magny, like uh, we say, a long-time commodity at 170, Gilbert finding found found his home at 170 after being at 155 for such a long time and we've seen his his hands kind of be unleashed you know and obviously we know the jiu-jitsu game is strong uh i think in three rounds Gilbert burns has a, a a lot to do here i think if it was five rounds neil magny you know with his uh, great conditioning and his ability to be super durable and uh you know bring it on i uh you know i, I probably maybe exit out the neil magny but i think with three rounds Gilbert burns probably got this in the bag that's kind of the way I actually feel about it as well. Um, I think that he's going to go out there and just... I think Gilbert's fired up, man. And I think Neil Magny is actually going to have some success in this fight. I feel like people... This is a matchup that actually is kind of in his favor. I don't think Gilbert's going to lose, though. I think he's going to have to get a solid statement win. Because I think that he's in a position right now where he knows his window's closed. Oh, whoa, Josh, are you calling a finish? Or a submission? Is that what I'm hearing out of you? <sighs> well, uh, oh... Oh my head, Angel! Oh God, it's it's coming to me right now. Oh, wait, oh, really? God. You see it? Third round, almost blotted. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, you see Brandon holding the holding the belt above his oh, head? Oh, fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> with, with the Mexico flag in one hand and the other one in the belt of the other, and and James Cross on the iPad. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know you're dreaming, <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, man. Anyways, um. Next up on the main card, this one, you gotta give Lauren Murphy some fucking props, dude. I mean, this, this is a woman that's almost 40 years old, never expected to be here. She's just been fighting killer after killer for the last few, for the last few fights, man. I mean, she lost to Chochenko, came back, beat Misha Tate. Now she's in a position here where she wins this fight. She might get a title shot, but it's gonna be tough. She's fighting just like fucking Andrade in Brazil. So, uh, 
you know, best of luck. I mean, what do you think about this one, man? I mean, Jessica Andrade still doing that thing where she's kind of balancing back and forth between 125 and 115. I kind of like that, though, man. She's a bit of a tweener. She can find a good matchup. And uh, this is one of those. I think it's a very fun fight. And that, well, it has the capacity to be a fun fight. But what are your thoughts on it? I mean, we got to get credit to Jessica Andrade. Because no matter what, man, whatever division she's in, she's at least, at worst, the top five. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that is impressive. So, I mean, she's bouncing between two. She's competing against the best of the best in both divisions. I mean, she is a beast. And, and look at a different world draw. She's champion in one of these divisions. Which one? I don't know. But, but if some of these girls didn't exist, she would be champion. She, she'd be dominating. She'd be getting finishes. She'd be a highlight reel. And look, she's still getting those finishes. She's still getting her highlights. Obviously, not, not to discredit her now. Obviously, falling short a few times now, sadly, but. Damn, she's she's one tough chick for anybody, man. I think she's tough, one of the toughest outs for any female fighter. Uh, one, I think one of the best female fighters, I mean, ever. You know, just sadly hasn't captured that title. Uh, I don't believe she's never had a title, right, Josh? Not even an interim. Uh, she was champion at a strawweight. She knocked out Rose. Oh, she. Oh, yeah. yeah I guess you're right. She did. But then have lost it like three months later. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot she only had like a very short stint because she lost to Whaley in China too. Yeah, she did. But uh, I mean, nevertheless, I mean, look, for, former champ at that. Never mind, I, I I forgot, I forgot she held it for a short period of time. But nevertheless, she did hold it. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm gonna have to go Jessica Andrade here, Josh. I mean, like I said, I think she beats most women in either division, and she's, I mean, is she kind of like the Robert Whitaker, Josh, of these two divisions? Kind of. Uh, kind of. You know, not necessarily. I, I, maybe, think about, maybe, maybe like Marvin Vittori, you know? I yeah, know. I think that's probably the better way to put it because we know that Marvin is like right there, but like we know that he's going to lose to some top guys, whereas Whitaker, we know he beats literally every other fighter on the planet, probably outside of Israel Adesanya in middleweight. And we've seen that because <laughs> he keeps on doing it, you know? So it's a little bit different. But yeah, I, I mean, Jessica Andrade is a tough out for anybody. Um, I think she's going to pick up a win here. Um, I like Willem Murphy a lot, man. And, I think she deserves a greater uh, respect from the MMA community, specifically because of her story and some of the fights that she has taken, which she hasn't really necessarily had to. If you look at the 125-pound division, like, there are some fights that you can take where it's like, win, lose, or draw, you're going to get out of there probably fine. You know what I mean? Like, just go on draws, though, can change your entire life. So, um, right. Uh, props to her. I do think I'm drawing a pretty win, though. Opening up the main card, two light heavyweights. Paul Craig, Johnny Walker, both of these guys trying to break into title contention. Paul Craig, obviously, he had that fantastic win streak. Uh, I think it was like a seven-fight unbeaten streak, if you include the, include the, uh, the trawl of uh, Shogun in there. Lost to Vulcan in July. That was a, that, that loss obviously snapped a winning streak. But he's still, he just signed a new fight deal with the UFC. He's going to be around for the long haul. He was discussing retirement a couple of years ago. Now he's in it. He's in it. He wants to become champion. Johnny Walker, a guy that we once thought maybe could be a title challenger. He, you know, he ended up losing to Corey Anderson. He's had some rough moments since then, but he did submit, you know, Quinte Lobb in a performance of the night win back in September. Do you think he makes it two in a row? I think he can, man. I think on the feed, Paul Craig has nothing to offer Johnny Walker. And on the ground, Johnny Walker has a jiu-jitsu game. Obviously, uh, Paul Craig has shown that on bottom he's dangerous. I'm sure he's dangerous on top as well and in multiple different positions. Um, I, I think obviously intelligently Johnny Walker doesn't engage on the ground. I, I'm gonna have to go Johnny Walker, Josh. I think he could probably get Paul Craig out of there too. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it. Too. But, but I like time. 
at the same time, though, Josh, I'm to cut you off there. Mm-hmm. Paul Craig, you know, Johnny Walker gets a little wild, jumps into his guard, maybe throws up a triangle or something. You never know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Different conversation that night. That's very true. I think, I don't know, man. I just, I think, I think Johnny Walker's going to go out there and get it done. I think, I think he's going to. I think that if you look at on the map, I think that obviously Paul Craig's better. I just don't think there's a big enough gap for him to go ahead and make up the difference. Like for him to go ahead and um, make up the difference enough to go ahead and get an easy submission win, like how he's done during his win streak. I think on the ground, Johnny Walker's not a killer, but he's pretty damn good. He's also huge for the division. Massive guy. Super long. So even if he gets him down, he's going to be fucking, I don't know, man. He's going to be huge on top of him. Uh, and then on the feed, I don't think he has anything to offer. So I'm going to take Johnny Walker. Um, possibly by finish. I think, like, if you remember that Vulcan fight, um, once Vulcan started t- stuffing the takedowns, you know, if Vulcan had more left in the tank if he wasn't going for such, like, a defensive win because he needed that win badly, probably could have gotten him out of there. Paul Craig got gassed as he kept on, you know, whiffing on the takedowns. I can see John Walker get him out of there. Um, but as far as the, the prelims go, it's a couple of very solid matchups, man. What do you think about uh, some of these fights on here? Oh, man, there's, I mean, there's pick and choose, right? I mean, there's a variety. Uh, I mean, I gotta, I gotta highlight kind of one of the guys at 185 who's kind of been lingering there. Gregory Rodriguez, man. I mean, aka Robocop. He's giving us some fun highlights recently, man. Uh, that Chigi and Jaquani fight, absolute banger. Obviously, Julian Marquez, another banger. You know, Casey's very young, you know, sadly getting finished, but, yes. okay, and, you know, it'd be like that, man. It, you know, still love Julian Marquez a lot. Um, and one one of our uh, I think one of the hottest prospects right now one fifty five uh, Terrence McKinney Josh uh, mm-hmm. fighting uh, UFC newcomer I believe Ismael Bonfim which I I don't know a lot of don't know anything actually I'll fully admit it uh, but should be interesting there obviously Terrence wanted uh, to fight in Brazil get the call one of the few Americans actually yeah I think the one of three Americans on this card uh, including himself so or actually four I forgot Lauren Murphy in there. Uh, so uh, obviously nice seeing you know a little representation there, right? And uh, I think probably who should have been rookie of the year, Josh, last year, in my opinion, Halton Imeda mm-hmm. taking on Shamil at two sixty five. Uh, I love this man. The bouncing between heavyweight and light heavyweight, I love that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm glad you shouted him out. I mean, I didn't want this matchup again. But, uh, you know, I guess they're trying to just, you know, there's sometimes where you see, like, focuses in on a matchup. They, they, want, they want to get Shamil out of here, dude. That'd be four in a row. They'll book it, like, seven times in a row. But do you remember, like, whenever, this is just a recent example, because UC does, does this a lot. But, like, whenever Cowboy and Lozon fell out two times, Dana's like, fuck that, I'm not booking that again. Like, that's, I'm pretty sure that's, <laughs> paraphrasing, that's pretty akin to what he said at, like, a press conference once. But then, like, they booked Shamil versus Hilton Almeida at least five times. At least that's what it feels like. You know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, I'm excited for Helton Almeida to come back. I think he's going to walk right through him. Terrence McKinney on the prelims. Very excited to see him back. I hope he gets a big matchup after this fight. Um, Worley Alves, Nicholas Dalby, low-key banger, two welterweights. Josie Ann Nunes taking on Zara Farn Dos Santos, who we've not seen, like, in almost three years. Um, so it's interesting to see the latter make their return, Zara Farn. Um, Cody Saman, Cody Saman, uh, taking on Luan Lacerda on the prelims. Happy to see Cody Saman back. Um, obviously knocked out Eddie Wildman, former WBC great in his last fight. Uh, Tiago Moises back, Mournier Lazez back. 
Shout out Gregor Rodriguez. Biggest name, though, Shogun Hua. 41, but he's not a Glover Teixeira 41. Um, Shogun's looked, like, shot. That's the weird thing. Shogun Hua has looked shot, like shot as a fighter. Like, athleticism, gone. Since, like, 2007. <laughs> Same. But he just kept on winning fights. Like, just, he would somehow win fights. Obviously, by 2007, it wasn't that bad. But, like, if you look at, like, his most recent win streak, like, 2018, 2019, when he was actually beating some guys, I'm like, how the fuck is he doing this? Like, he just, he moves like he's in sand. But yet, he just keeps on winning fights. <laughs> um, but he's he's lost his last two. He lost a split decision to OSP, and then he got... uh Finished by Paul Craig, so yeah, man, he's taking on Ilhor Pateria, last fight ever. I mean, by the way, lost. this is his. Uh, I believe I'm, I'm looking at it right now. His 24th fight in the UFC. Fuck. His record in the UFC, Josh, currently is 11, 11, one draw. If he wins this, he ends oh, his shit. career with a positive record. If he loses, he ends his UFC career with a negative record. Well, Angel, it's a good thing. That he's only fighting a 26-year-old Ukrainian from Kiev with an record of 18 and three. Hey man, that man's coming. Thank off God a loss, he's man. got an easy out. You know, like it's you know, but he's coming off a loss, man. He's only one of the UFC, man. I mean, at least he's got a little something there. There's there's a little something. You know, what? this is you know, what? I'm, I'm gonna go and make. I'm, fuck it, it's the end of the show, man. I, I'm gonna rant about this real quickly. The UFC is like, no, fuck that, Josh. You say you're picking Shogun over. Evil I know, Pateria. I'm not picking. Even if here's Josh, the problem, though. Josh, you're actually dropping five hundred dollars on. <laughs> I dropped my bet my house on a forty-one year old. <laughs> yes, Josh, you should bet your house. Uh, actually, let me click it right now. What are, what are those fucking odds? Let's see. I think Ilhor is a minus one ninety or something like that. He's a plus two hundred, or he's a minus two hundred, and fucking Shogun's a fucking plus one seventy, dude. Easy fucking money. That's the easiest money in my life. Right, on Josh. Ilhorpateria. Josh, you should no, it's not, dude. You're gonna bet on Shogun and Glover, the two forty-year-olds on the this old card. fuck combination. The two senior citizens on this card uh, to win. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, the dude. This is one. I just want to rant about this real quick. This is why the UFC's booking lately has just been so fucking bizarre. Like Shogun Hua, legend of the game, one of the greatest fighters to ever compete in light heavyweight, former champion, had one of the greatest runs of all time in Pride specifically, and I, I want to say it was the. 2003 Grand Prix open weights. It could be 2000. You, you get my point. He had one of those. He had just one of the greatest runs ever in a tournament in Pride. Um, he was the 2005 Pride middleweight Grand Prix champion. In case you're curious, um, where in that stretch, I mean, if you, if you guys, if you guys, here's this is Shogun Hua during that stretch. Angel, do you, do you know much about that stretch? Do you know about you know about that? No, it's dominant as fuck. He knocked out Quentin Rampage Jackson. Hampage. Hampage. He beat Antonio Rogerio Noguera, Little Nog, by decision. He knocked out Alistair Overeem, and then he knocked out Ricardo Arona. And then goes to the UFC, becomes champion, beats some fucking incredible names. And now he's win, lose, or draw. He's facing Ilhor Pateria, who is an 0-1 guy in the UFC that came off the Contender Series. I... This is being the send-off for one of the most celebrated... Who is she a fought, Josh? Who is Who had he should have fought? Who should have been the fight? You, you, you want to know? Cool. I, here's the problem. 
I can't think of anybody on the top of my head, but almost any name you can think of is better than this. <laughs> it's not a joke, dude. I mean, if you think, it's like, think about the light heavyweight division. Whether, even if it's like a ranked guy. Because, you know what I mean? Like, you know how Fedor right now, he's going out fighting Ryan Bader. That's a tough-ass matchup whenever you're that age. He wanted it, though. But he wanted it because he wanted to challenge himself. Because he's that guy. He's fighting the champion. Shogun could have fought a ranked guy, but even if he didn't want to fight a ranked guy, he could have fought, like, an old legend. You know what I mean? He could have fought a guy. Even somebody like fucking Devin Clark has a name. Is, is, like a, is, is Ed Herman still around? Ed Herman's still around. There you go. Ed Herman's around. You know, we got fucking... I mean, Alonzo Metafield could be fun. You know, he's huge. <laughs> I mean, fucking Vulcan Uzdemir, they've never fought. Um... I mean, just look, Tyson Pedro, they, or the rematch. That would make some sense. Oh, man, Dominic nice. Reyes has been murdered in every single one of his last few fights. Why not throw him a bone, you know? God, Josh, I mean, you, you, I mean, someone's dying in, in all these scenarios, Josh. I mean, I, I really don't know what you're getting at here. I'm, I'm just saying. I think, like, of all the guys that could have given him, it's like... I know, I know, I'm just teasing. 0-1 contender series guy, like, that's, that's your send-off for... Fucking Shogun Hua. Like, I don't know, man. Just disappointing. They could have brought... He, they, he, probably, Machida, he probably should have retired his last fight, though. They probably should have retired his last fight. Yeah. I mean, probably. I mean, or should, I, at least, or he probably should have retired like three fights ago. Let's actually be honest. He probably should have retired a decade ago, but... <laughs> a decade ago? 2013? That's, that's, that's a joke. That's a joke. But apparently, it has just now come out uh, breaking news. Jeff Molina has been... Officially suspended because of substantial involvement in the James Cross gambling scandal. Per ESPN. Just saw it. Just saw it. Breaking fucking news, guys. You heard it here live on the show. Jesus Christ. It only gets worse, huh? It's not the end of it, Josh. I'm calling you right now. This does not end here. No, obviously not. But that's all we got for news, man. Like, Josh, like the great great Conor McGregor said, this isn't over. Oh, God, man. I mean, any closing thoughts before we uh, end the show? No, man. I mean, I'm excited to get back right into the mix, dude. Pay-per-view coming in hot in Brazil, full of Brazilian fighters, two titles on the line. I mean, hot, hot, hot fucking start to the year, Josh. I mean, it's fucking burning. I honestly need to get the fire extinguisher because my house is lit on fire right now. But... Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to get right back into it. Obviously, we get a week off after uh, after this upcoming week is done, which kind of fucking blows, not going to lie, because mm-hmm. I don't really think there's anything going on next week. Uh, uh, which, uh, I mean, hey, man, we'll, we'll figure something out. We always figure something out. We'll figure it out. Ne- nevertheless, it, actually, what, what episode is this? 198? 198. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So coming up, uh, coming up on a 200. Oh, shit. Does that mean the 200 episodes would be the pay-per-view? 284? Oh. oh, shit. Oh. Oh, shit. Didn't even think about that. Regardless, though, I uh, wanted to shout out everybody who came in through TikTok, all, all the people, all the new subscribers, everybody's coming through the shorts. Thank you for liking, sharing, and uh, subscribing. It means a lot. Uh, the growth has been insane in the last month. I, honestly, the last 30 days, Josh, I think we've gotten like around like 20,000 views gained or some crazy shit like that, 15,000 views gained. Uh, so thank you to all our supporters out there. Uh, we hope you continue to enjoy our content. And, uh, I mean, yeah, I'm excited to come back next week and record another episode and yell at Josh for an hour and a half or two hours. Just the way we like it. But <laughs> anyways, man, I hope you guys enjoy. And, you know, 
as he said, shout out to people that all um, that have been watching. We've been killing it on TikTok, killing it through um, just our standard YouTube channels and our, you know, audio stuff. Seen a huge, a uh, huge improvement, dude. And um, all to all the people that are new and old, thank you for listening to the show. Shout out to sponsors of the show, Rogue Energy and Elixir. As always, fantastic sponsors of the show that either get you good, good gains, get you fired up, or get you really fucking high. And that's really, you know, <laughs> somebody who does both, fantastic for me personally. But uh, and it could be good for you too. As far as myself, I'm at Josh Shemnall on Twitter. He's at Angel underscore O One at Cortez Sound for all things related to the show. Peace and butt freeze. Mouse click.